0: Somebody got a set of antique Tibetan singing bowls. Thanks, Galinda. Well, grab a meditation hammock, let down your man buns, and loosen those drawstrings on your holiday themed yoga trousers. There's plenty of gingerbread kombucha for every one of your foggy now gene bottles. It's time for a very severe solstice. And with this beautiful, soulful music, I summon the mighty portal that leads to the most special parts of the deep night to swing open so that our mutual healing through sound waves can begin. Deep night, deep night, Oh, fringe, it's me. Dale Seaver, and happy personal renewal to you. We're ringing the jangle bells of new life, and I trust you are ready to receive some positive vibrations from yours truly. In short, I hope your psychic trellis is firmly attached to the interior garden wall and that your mind flowers are preparing to bloom. Welcome to the center of it all, the deep night. I'm your host and guide, and tonight, instead of celebrating a baby born in a filthy barn surrounded by flea ridden sheep and a kid who's not very good on the We honor the eternal, all-powerful feminine energy that gives us all life and her mighty animal warriors who help shape the land with their sharp claws and teeth and their unyielding drive to reproduce. This is a very Seaver Solstice special, and I'll be introducing you to some of our traditions that we honor this time of year. I'll drink from the sacred chalice, full of what I hope is just beet juice, and we'll welcome a few friendly spirits who drop in to add a bit of levity for us to make it through the longest night of the year. If you hear what sounds like drumming in the background, that's not scheduled guest spirit drummer Rylance tenor, who unfortunately came down with a case of the herpes. It's my neighbor, Greg. Greg likes to tap very loudly on his computer keys, and according to my ears, he may travel through his apartment exclusively by trampoline. I'm 99% sure that like all neighbors in New York City, he may be possessed by dark magic. If you think about it, Greg spelled backwards is Greg. As such, he is not part of our healing sound journey. Instead, he's the focus of my adrenaline-infused rage that always rises up around 10 p.m. when I'm all amped up after another thrilling 40-minute wind-up from Rachel Maddow on the MSNBC. After a whole year of watching that show, I'm pretty convinced that Greg is not only a sour mage, but also an operative of the Russian state. What is he writing in there if not spells and Russian propaganda? I know they're Internet trolls, but he might be an actual troll. "'Oh, forgive me. "'This time of year, we must look for the light in all people, "'even when that person is probably a demon troll from Hades. "'Greg is a good name for a demon, "'and demon spelled backwards is also Greg. "'No, I must remember the teachings of Sensei I Will Profit Always, "'who so memorably said, "'We must find our own light inside "'and string it together with others "'using a rope or a wire, "'something that can conduct electricity, maybe copper.' I'm paraphrasing here, not an exact quote. I only listened to side one of the audio cassette he put out before my walkman finally quit on me, but there's not a day that I don't think about some of that. Inspired by Sensei's teachings, I've draped lights around our succulents so that they may shine like a Christmas tree, but not a Christmas Christmas tree, because I'm allergic to real pine and organized religion, which is why I'm using our large aloe plant, and that's going to have to do, despite it being prickly and misshapen and always in need of water. Not unlike a certain missus of mine. <laughs> Who knew you could drink that much water? I'm like, go easy, Galinda. Your thighs are going to get all pruny after drinking that much H2O. Which last time I said that prompted her to pull her lips back from the reusable water bottle and turn her white-maned head toward me, its full rich features reminding me of a wooden nutcracker that used to scare me as a child. She made direct eye contact with me, in those violet-gray eyes of hers, eyebrows raised, and the entire time she did not move that bottle from its position, so that the water just poured out all over the floor as she spoke to me. And she said sweetly, but also with a hint of malice, "'I enjoy water. Water is the life-force. Tap into the flow, Dale.' And I said, okay, but first I better tap into the paper towels, because you're making a mess on the floor. (laughs) Galinda, stopped pouring the water out, and in a swoosh of her satin daishiki that she purchased in 1998 at an anthropology sample sale, she disappeared into her meditation room, slash the room I used to watch TV in quietly with the volume low so as not to disturb anyone, and I was left standing in a puddle of life force listening to the sound of a beaded curtain sway violently in her wake. Sometimes marriage is scary. But where were we? Oh, yes. We are a string of little glowing embers sparked to life by good deeds piled up in a little ball of kindling, hoping that the wind of love will visit and blow on all of us with wind lips to make us burn ever brighter and inspire others to be generous and put up with the constant promotion of comedy shows in basements and people who hold their phones funny and talk only on speaker. Have you seen people talking into phones horizontally, like they're eating a cupcake over the sink after a breakup? What's going on? for them. Do they not know we perfected telephony? There is no need to tinker with the orientation of a phone device. Ear is here, mouth is here, we're good. Do it the way we told you. Don't fight wearable technology, folks. I've got six devices strapped to me or in me at all times, and it's glorious. Yes, here in Solstice Village, which is what I'm calling our apartment this time of year until January 3rd, we leave room for good people and those who are missing the point slash making my life more difficult. Greg, the circle of Long Night Trust is open to all. Hark, what's that? A phone call to Socialist Village? Why, look at that. I can see by my caller ID on this totally real phone I am holding the way you're supposed to that it's just our email man, Emmanuel. Hola, email man Emmanuel. Happy solstice. I will do that. I will try not to eat so many cookies this time. Absolutely. Well, thank you for noticing and then commenting on my (laughs) weight. I would think of a jokingly assertive comeback, but I'm too sad inside by this sudden turn in what I thought was a pleasant, albeit casual, and transactional relationship. Okay, you too. Feliz Navidad. Well, what has Emmanuel tipped me off to this time? It's such a nice service. E- email man Emanuel calls me whenever a new email comes in, and then I run right over to my iPad mini and I read it. It's like Alexa, but not a robot woman for whom I could easily develop real feelings for. I guarantee someone out there believes they're in an actual relationship with Alexa. Trust me, I could almost drive you to their house. That's how confident I am about male loneliness in my friend circle. Oh, looks like we've got a new email for me, all the way from our friends Tori and Sunset Parker up in Bishop Point, New York. Now, Bishop Point is an old logging town that has recently been converted into an alternative healing commune and run by a person named Rammus. Rammus thinks he's the reincarnation of an ancient Celtic deity of sword play and bread making. So there's a lot of baking demonstrations in the backyard of the complex whenever we go up there. The bread is fine, but the butter swords are unwieldy. Also, I think he must leave the butter out of the dish in the fridge and it's absorbing all the smells in there, so it always tastes a little funny. What I'm saying is it's not worth the effort, <laughs> but we go because we like seeing Tory in sunset. Well, let's see what the email says. Tory writes, Members of the Fellowship, That's me, Galinda's weary of groups unless she's the leader. We want to welcome back the sun in our inner light as the wheel of the year turns and we step into a new season and the holy days of uh, 2017-18. We are calling our spirits back, grounding body, heart, and soul into our path of loving, creative action, and full living through dance, ritual, celebration, community, and blessing. Oh, I love when they The word community is used to define all sorts of things. What community? Your community? My community? Do you just mean that there'll be one person of color there? It's fun to try and figure that word out. Oh, and Sunset wrote a bit at the end here in red type. That's how I know it's him. Also, somebody better bring the booze. Let's not forget the booze. They're such a fun couple. You can see why I like them. Tori has some amazing robes, and Sunset wears a brassiere. Do you have something special you like to eat for long winter evenings? I definitely have a favorite cocktail that I, I love to spend some time making and then imbibing. Now, it's thick enough that I consider it a meal most nights, like a chunky soup that the footballers eat. Often, Galinda isn't around for dinner, so I just whip up one of these. It's so easy, I'm happy to share it with you. In a podcast segment we'll call, The Night is Long and Full of Recipes. First up, the drink I call, No at People Like Me. <laughs> Isn't that fun? It's prepared in a sheep's bladder, and you pour in one quarter of a cup of pre-made eggnog that you can find at a local gas station or bodega. If at Penn Station, just ask Hudson News if they have any nog cartons. Sometimes they keep them behind the counter. And then add a shaman's canteen worth of Venezuelan rum. I like dark rum, but you do you. And then you add a straw shot. Just blow it right into the bladder valve of high desert black market peyote. If your dark web supplier is out of peyote, feel free to substitute with nutmeg. You'll just need a lot of it, and I mean a lot of it. Now pour the liquid, which should be the consistency of pancake batter that's been left out on the counter for a few hours, into a vessel made of bone, horn, or metal. Once you feel warmth spreading in your joints and loins, grab some of the fellows at the party and get a chanting group going or suggest a spontaneous kundalini session open to all genders. And remember to be respectful of boundaries. For God's sake, this is already a long night, so don't try anything skeevy. Just because you're naked in a turban and drinking peyote from an antler cup is not an excuse for unwanted touching or lewd jokes. Linda, that means you too. I know it's been lonely since the divorce, but not everyone enjoys a spontaneous piggyback ride. I've actually been drinking a fair amount of this stuff for the last couple of hours, and I'm really getting into the long-night mood. I feel it deep down in my bones, like in the big ones, my femurs. You know when you get a good femur high going? Sometimes, if you sit still, as the nog is coursing through your body, you'll start to notice things that you never would have ordinarily. You start to ask yourself questions, like, Why are hands? Has anyone ever built a temple to Shirley Temple? Why was Shirley Hempel, which is only a couple letters off, so different from Shirley Temple? Did they ever meet? What do spiders sound like? What if I closed my eyes and I could channel my being into a spider, like that one there, the one delicately walking over the rosemary sprigs and ceramic ravens of my solstice altar? If I closed my eyes, I bet I could send my spirit into it, because that is totally a real thing that I have learned how to do. Okay, I'm a spider, but my existence as Dale is being crowded out by the spider brain. Now, I may sound like me, but the spider is taking over. I'm in a battle for dominance, but the spider is so strong. Oh, dear. This was, as so many of my dabblings with magic have been, a mistake. He tries that every year, jumping into something. Last year it was Anush the millipede. Now, Anush is no joke when it comes to mind melds, and he really took him on a ride. We were laughing about it just yesterday before he had to get back to eating something behind the stove. I'll let this turtleneck fuzzy wats it out eventually, but for now it's spider time. I just thought I'd take over and offer some solstice observations from a species who has endured many long nights. Speaking of darkness, I can barely see in here, and I have a ton of eyes. It's just salt lamps and one out-of-control aloe plant that he's lassoed with a length of rope lights." A lady's okay, but she secret eats bags of kettle corn in her meditation room or whatever she calls that. I stopped going in on account of the odor from the essential oils. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to drink that stuff, but what do I know? I'm good with like a drop of water every six months. The longest night I ever spent was an evening last fall when Janice from next door slipped in through the drain in the bathtub. The amount of hair in that thing is terrifying to me, but she said she didn't mind since it makes it easier to come over and spend time with me. Janice is very forward. Janice and I are different species, so you got to understand, it's a little awkward between us. Not because she's different, but because she's a little... off. I know for a fact that she ate most of her offspring. Over some leftover housefly I was keeping for a special meal, I asked why, but she just looked away and said it was Tuesday. She also has this thing where three of her eyes blink at the same time, but the others lag. Now, I'm not a shallow person, but it's unnerving. Anyway... She talked, I munched wing, and then she started telling me all about her ex, Patty. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, spiders can be bisexual? And she said, sure, and then blinked half her eyes. She said Patty ended up moving to New Mexico on a vision quest. I said, that sounds kind of amazing, and she turned around and drew a picture of a god's eye in the web. To be fair, it could have been just more web, but it did look like a symbol, And then letting out more line from her abdomen, she did a couple of big swoops down and around and drew an anatomically explicit image of a cross-eyed spider wandering through what looked like a desert environment due to a very realistic large cactus and coyote in the distance. Her web work was thrilling and the perspective honestly shocking in its detail. I could almost smell the pignon burning as this poor naked spider wandered through the plaza in Santa Fe distractedly seeking purpose. I rubbed my mandibles together to get the last flakes of fly goo off my mouth bristles. Janice kept on about how she was probably ready to start a new family, and her biological clock was ticking, and she was ready to work on a new web with someone special. And I thought, oh boy, I want to like her from a continuation-of-spider kind of perspective, but I just don't see it working out between me and a middle-aged bisexual hacklemesh weaver. Keep it simple was my whole deal for 2017, and it just doesn't fit into my life picture, you know... "'Anyway, I tried retreating to the upper part of the web "'and told her it was getting late, which it was. "'I could almost see the first strips of light "'coming across the rooftop out the bedroom window, "'lighting up the ginkgo tree outside. "'She asked to spend the night, and I said she could, "'but as soon as she fell asleep "'and I could see all her eyes were actually closed, "'I took a big line of webbing out to the windowsill "'in the kitchen and watched the sun "'cut through the early wisps of morning fog. "'I've been thinking it might be time to find a new corner. "'Good luck in this economy, though, am I right?' My brother has a four-tiered octagonal web he spun out on a fence in Jersey somewhere. Nice old fence on an abandoned property. Kids are all close by, all 3,000 of them. That I could do without. I like my family well enough, but we don't need to be any closer. As soon as I could catch an updraft on my webbing balloon, I was like, see yash. I like the city. Lots of angles. You can drop into a pocket and see a Broadway show. Plus, the mosquitoes here are great, and they just keep coming. It's December. I just found one. I'm like, global warming's gonna get us all, but, you know, maybe keep it going a little bit, you know? Sometimes, this one leaves his computer open. And the other day, I saw that humans were finally getting the news that if we gathered together with all the other spiders on the planet, we could basically devour the human race in a matter of hours. (laughs) I love that this is news. That's been part of our plan for a long, long time. Once that ape picked up the stick and started beating the other ape, we're like, all right, what's the plan, gang? But ours... That's totally blown out of proportion. It would take a couple of days for us to really get it done. I mean, of course we could rush it, but have you ever rushed through a meal, you get that achy feeling afterwards. You're bloated and can barely hold your own weight on a reinforced dangle thread. If we, the spiders, are going to eat you, the man-beast, well, we'd make a night of it. I mean, slow wrapping with the webs, cutting you out of the webs once you've been tenderized, and then kind of savoring the moment, because once humanity is gone, it ain't coming back. It's like net neutrality. <laughs> I love that you call something that can so easily be weaponized a world wide web, because that's totally what we are. Hellful to a degree, but we're going to kill you. And honestly, we will. We will. It might be the insects that get you first, but don't worry. We all have our roles to play. But don't. You know, freak out. We haven't gotten the call yet. (laughs) I'm definitely in the the let's-wait-a-few-turns-of-the-moon mindset, unlike my cousin, who is very gung-ho on all this. He's one of those spiders that hunts using a sticky fluid dart that he shoots from his rear end, so I guess if you see a furry yellow thing with a hook face, don't engage about anything. Especially don't bring up Coney Island. Just back away slowly. Anyhow... Happy whatever holiday it is you celebrate. Personally, I love when you put the live trees up in your house cuz those things are full of bugs. Full of bugs. So do that. Also, maybe don't dust until the new year. I've got a good thing going under the dresser and I'm having company from out of town. My landlord won't let me web B&B, so I have to stick around while they're here. Nightmare. I guess it could be worse. I could live every day in fear of being consumed by a swarm of wolf spiders. Okay. Sleep tight. It won't be long now. Here's the old guy's mind back. And that's what I'm saying, Galinda. I thought it was called cryptid currencies, which is why I put all my money into Bigfoot. Oh, Ethereum! That was powerful! I felt like I was a talkative predator there for a moment. (laughs) Wow, back in my own body, I can see that the floor is still covered in ceremonial glitter from our amends-making potluck we had during acknowledging colonial destruction and betrayal dinner. Some people call it Thanksgiving, but not me. Not any more. Psst, don't tell anyone, but I snuck a secret Gwen Stefani into my solstice altar because I miss the old Gwen and I don't like this country Gwen at all. I could do without appropriating Japanese culture, Gwen, too. What I'm saying is it's a very specific altar for a very specific moment in a person's life. Oh, to be able to go back again and have things never change... Sometimes I try to fill in my chasms of personal despair with healing practices, sweat things out in a cedar sauna, toss a box full of old pictures off a bridge, or lie down surrounded by bits of sea glass and ocean waste I keep in the bottom drawer, the one where all the old instructions for Ikea furniture I don't own anymore are stuffed in. Sometimes I say to myself, why won't this drawer open? And then I remember that it's all those old Billy bookcase instruction booklets and Allen wrenches gumming up the works. Was there an Allen who that wrench is named after, and did he exclusively love cheap furniture? Pin in that thought, Dale. Come back to it later when you can call up the microfiche. Anyway, I try all sorts of things to try and chase away the blues, and they sure can get you this time of year. You start thinking about how dark it is, and how cold it is, and how everyone you love dies and how they used to be here, but now they're not, and you're probably next, and probably no one is even going to remember you. And wait, was I groped in a way that made me feel bad, too, when I was a kid? Well, I never want to talk about it, because I still admire the person and don't want to be the cause of his professional demise. I'm saying the holidays are a difficult time to get through without slurping peyote, nog from a bone mug, or gifts to look forward to. Sometimes I imagine the universal energy is zipping all around us, bright spurts of green and blue, arcing this way and that. I see them as both parallel and perpendicular in nature, like a cloth woven together or a spider's web. Sometimes I want to tug on that cloth, making sure it's all in the bias and stretching it around and around myself so that I'm no longer visible and I can be safe in an invisible energy cocoon. Well, the cocoon would be visible, but I wouldn't be. The point is, sometimes a warm hug can feel like that, if it's with someone you trust, or the fellow at the bank approving your loan in spite of your questionable credit score. But the thing I always come back to without fail is guided meditation. And you all reacted so positively to my last one that I thought I'd share another one with you. And feel free to bookmark this section and come back to it if the solstice blues start to settle in. Because we're talking about special places this season and making through hard times, I wanted to give you an audio visit to one of my favorite cities, a place that has overcome the odds time and time again, responding to the constant flow of a mighty river of emotions a landscape teeming with all kinds of dark magics. Join me now as we take a moment to stroll through the Big Easy. New Orleans, home of the French poodle, chewing gum and Christmas caroling, birthplace of the Utah Jazz. Listen to that old steamboat playing the call to prayer. We're here together and it is very warm, very damp, not unlike a forest I was in recently. I'm so pleased to be with you as our astral energies form and reform here in the French Quarter. This is 25% of the city and everything is from France. Look, there's a ghost tour, like they have in France. A woman in a spangly dress hiked up around her rear, relieving herself in the street, just like gay Paris. Why travel outside the U.S. when so many sights are right here and at home? And breathe, but not too deeply, because what is that? I want to say it's the river. It's a very musty kind of fishy. Is that what gumbo is? It smells thick. Imagine your entire being is vibrating with the pulse of this city. Your lower parts are a tuba, your neck a trumpet, and your midsection is an overturned bucket being whacked with homemade drumsticks. Have we been walking long? It feels like it. I need to sit down. Let's find a spot away from the music. Oh, there is no space away from the music. This whole city is music. No problem. That's why I always bring two cotton balls when I travel. Let's stuff these in our ears. But, like, you can still hear me, so... Oh, magic, I guess. This is nice. Walking with matching turtlenecks on as the mighty Mississippi brings its silt down to the gulf, the dirty, dirty gulf. What are we going to do about climate? All right. we're not going to think about that. We're thinking about healing our own polluted bodies of water and sloshy parts. Let's look at our bodies. How did those hands get there? That's crazy. So many cells had to get together to make them, and skin to cover our bones, because bones are yucky. I bet the first bone people were like, nope, got to do something about this. Hey, cells, get to work. That's why you find so many bones in lake beds and tar pits. They just died of embarrassment or fright. Put some skin on there to survive. Skin is forever. Sometimes they dig up an ice man or woman, and that's exciting, isn't it? When they have the hair. Because you could just reanimate that. But I wonder if you still wouldn't end up with problems. Like, where do you even go first? (laughs) I bet if you take a reanimated ice woman to a cheesecake factory, she'd be unable to handle it. She'd just sit there with her hair kind of melty, being like, where do I start? This menu's so huge! I'm going to sit down now, because I'm dizzy from thinking about cheesecake. Oh, Ouch. (laughs) Oh, I felt something sharp. Is that bad? Let me see. Oh, yes. I've sat on a tack. Well, crap. I hope my pants didn't rip. I love this pair of pants especially, and they were not cheap, and I've had them hemmed. That's how much I love them. I paid an extra fee to have them be in the right shape for my body. I paid what is essentially a pants tax. The manufacturer could just make the pants fit people that are my shape, but instead I pay a premium to feel normal. What is tetanus? Can you get it from sitting on a tack in a major port city? I'm going to take it out. Remember to breathe. Have you sat on a tack as an adult? It's not fun. Also, this tack feels like it's super long. It's small, but there is a little tension, just enough to feel the flesh expand to let the metal point out and then close back up again with a little dollop of blood that you can't see, but you know it's there. So I guess I'm just hoping the pressure of sitting is going to stop the bleeding. And we're centered. My goodness. I go into a real trance when I do those, but I feel great, don't you? A little sore in one spot, but yeah, ready to receive the solstice, ready to just sit right down on it. A light snow has started, and I can hear my solstice stew bubbling away, the peculiar yet familiar odors of rich chocolate and jumbo prawns filling the entire apartment. That's how you know it's the holidays, a widening, inescapable depression, and once a year smells. I love this endless evening. I hope the preparations for the celebrations at your home are going well. I'm going to turn down the stove, defrost a sourdough starter, and begin making my paper turbans for everyone to wear during the tantric group exercise we've got planned after our feast. I've enjoyed having you here, making new solstice memories with me. I trust that the great goddess and her energy egos will bring love and kindness and light to your home. I'll be preparing for trips to San Francisco for SF Sketchfest and live shows in New York, all of which you can learn about on DeepNightShow.com. I won't bore you with the details now, though so this is a great time to tell you about them. No, I'm pretty blissed out, so I'm going to trust you'll find your own path to me in your own time. "'Your solstice messages of goodwill have found me, "'and I will certainly look to our email man "'to alert me when new ones come to the surface. "'I imagine that the Internet is some kind of pool "'and things float to the top before sinking. "'Who knows? What is information?' Can it be out of formation? The point is, I wish you and yours a very happy time. Keep up the good fight, align everything, and operate from strength. Lucky numbers this week are 3,078, 10,007, and 4, which are the renewal cycle we're in, the age of the oldest eagle ever found, and the number of times I've screamed into my pillow reading Twitter just this morning. Personalized reading goes out to Timothy McCracken of West Tenebaro, Tennessee. Have you sat on a tack as an adult? It's not fun. Keep to it, Timothy. Remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night is brought to you by Jameson's Spirit Cleanser, the original prairie-grade sage that you can burn whenever things start making noises in your walls. Or a spirit appears at the foot of your bed wearing 18th-century sailing regalia. Deep Night is independently produced and performed by James Bewley. Deep Night Season 10 podcast image by artist Kelsey Roten. Deep Night Season 10 theme by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the season provided by the talented roster of Howler Hills Farm. The Deep Night podcast can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on Apple Podcasts, where we kindly ask you to subscribe and then leave a rating or a review. Once again, thank you for listening.